SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Daniel Hunjas. <laughs> hey, mate. It's nice to hear that in the flesh, actually. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you've already listened to it. Yeah. Well, in fact, we met yesterday and started talking about marketing and sales and, and all that stuff and talking about the fact that this podcast is going to evolve next year into a marketing podcast. Yeah. And we've been brainstorming names and haven't come up with anything yet but yep. definitely we're or oh, i'm more on the on the on the way to getting it than i was yesterday so thank you very much no problems and so this is more marketing because you come from the marketing world you're from australia yes yep. and i always put that stupid accent like australia and i don't know <laughs> yeah. why i do it from the sunny gold coast in right, queensland okay. yeah great spot okay and you run a an agency with yeah Bucket yep. loads of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got we've got two offices in Australia. I started the company Edge Marketing back in two thousand and two, mm. um, and we've been on quite the journey uh, since. Yeah, sort of. You know, I was talking to you earlier. You know, back in two thousand and two, we were doing a lot of traditional um, marketing strategy in and around TV, radio, newspaper, direct mail, mm. and trying to convince businesses that they needed this thing called a website. Yep. Yeah. So um, you know how times have changed. Well, now. no, but in fact. I'm, I've got clients who've got websites and I'm trying to convince them they need print and broadcast. Yeah, yeah, The absolutely. irony is enormous. Big time, big time. And especially in the B2B market, um, I've found that print or direct mail um, is certainly um, coming back a little bit because okay. mailboxes are less noisier now. So there's actually, we've found that there's places for um, certain businesses and industries to actually do some direct mail stuff okay. because, yeah, there's nothing like, you know, the physical... Um, you know, risk receipt of something. No, that, that that's really hold. interesting, and it also hooks into the business card, which is coming back. I mean, apparently in America it never went away. Yep. But as a European, at least, I'm kind of going. Business cards went out of fashion with the internet, and now yep. they're coming back into fashion. Yep, yep. Well, we do a lot of things like any offline advertising or marketing that we do. We're actually putting in um, trackable phone numbers and trackable URLs as well, so that we can actually um, see what kind of engagement. Um, those offline marketing materials are actually making in terms of driving people through to a website mm. or picking up the phone and making a, a call or an inquiry. Obviously, we can't track uh, brand recognition. You know, it's a, uh, an inconsequential benefit that you get from it. But, mm. you know, we're always looking for, you know, how we can sort of, you know, see what return on investment looks like for those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. And, and that idea of brand as well, I mean, I kind of, that's the, the subject of conversation today. I mean, I had Eric Wu and Pamela Lund on the show at Ungagged, and both of them cited this seven touch points before you actually get somebody to buy from you. And I yep. cite it as well. Yep. And none of us know where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, it's an interesting, like we call it the mere exposure effect. Um, and the mere exposure effect is like a, a psychological phenomenon, which basically states that um, as individuals or humans, we need to be exposed to a brand so many times mm -hmm. to become familiar in it, with it to even just have a conversation with that brand. And it used to be uh, about 10 years ago, 5.4 was the number. Oh, so it's not even, sorry, excuse me, it's not even buying, it's just even talking just to me. Absolutely. Because I had that conversation with a client earlier on, they're saying, but all we're asking them for is their email so that they can get a price. Yep. So, so you don't give them the price until you, they give you the email. Yep. That's a tough call. And, going, but what's it? and you're going, you don't want to give your email to somebody you don't know. Yep, 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 absolutely. That's and, right. And that's the idea, sorry, is get, getting to know you as the sun goes. A absolutely. Getting yeah. to know you, getting to know all about you is those five touch points before I'm confident enough even to interact with you. Absolutely. And that's gone from 5.4, uh, about five years ago, it was just over 10. And now they're predicting by 2020, it's going to be up to around 20 
touch points. 2020s in like six weeks. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so this data, this this research um, is research from about two years ago, okay. predicting 2020. So yeah, we're on the verge of that now. And so we're probably at 17 now. To see where that is. Yeah, that's right. But we, you know, we live in such a noisy world. We're getting bombarded with brands and messages constantly. So mm. um, yeah, to sort of break through all of that, you actually need to have a lot more frequency um, to build trust. Yeah, I mean, and, and Pamela Lund was saying, we get exposed to 5,000 brands a day. And, yeah. and we don't even notice. We don't realize that that's what's happening. Yep. And presumably it was less when the online wasn't in place. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like, let's say, 1,000 offline and 4,000 online. Yep. So you, you get that thing is, A, there's more and more exposure. You need to get in front of people more and more often because you're getting drowned out. Absolutely right. And, you know, and this is where um, digital marketing strategy, strategies such as like remarketing mm. or, or retargeting comes into play where, you know, you'll visit a website, that website will drop a cookie onto your device mm. and then those ads follow you around. Yep. You know, we call it like, you know, it's, it's how you can build a Coca-Cola-like brand presence mm. to being a small brand um, to your market, those that have shown an interest in your product or service, have gone to your website, have researched, but they're surfing or researching for tomorrow's purchasing decision rather than ready to buy today. Mm. So um, by you know dropping that cookie, uh, that's a really strong way on how you can actually get that mere exposure number up to where it needs to be. Yep. So that they actually feel comfortable. And when they're at the point of purchasing, your brand's front of mind, they're gonna phone you first. So in fact, hitting the bottom of funnel straight away and expecting people who see your brand for the very first time when they're ready to buy and think, oh, suddenly seeing this brand and I'm gonna change my mind completely and yep. not buy from the people I've been researching and buy from you, it's completely ridiculous. Absolutely, it's like asking someone uh, to marry you on the first date. Okay, that was my initial mistake with my first, <laughs> f first outing with girls when I was younger. Oh, I actually asked a, a, a lady in the airport to marry me two days ago. Yeah, okay. Uh, and she said no. So, yeah, there you go. So it, it works. Um, and that's you know, a true story. I mean, I was joking, of course, yeah. but she didn't, she didn't look happy. It was, it was but the, the joke that fell completely flat. You better be careful of that because you might come across one that will say yes one day and then you'll be in all kinds of trouble. Unless, you, unless she's lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you need to take your customers on a few dates first, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about. And, you know, one of the um, the discussion points I, I have with my team is, you know, we talk about conversation being mm. the new lead. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important that you actually open up and engage your uh, customers or clients in conversation or prospects, I should say, in conversation. Oh, have engaging conversations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah, Sorry, that was one of my ideas for the podcast. Yeah, that's next right, year, it was right? too. Yeah, L yeah, literally yeah. two minutes ago. Yeah. Um, which, which, which is great. I mean, you need to engage the conversation. Uh, Pamela Lund was saying have a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and she was saying friends, but I think that's pushing it a bit. Yeah. Um, but definitely have a relationship. Yeah, it's not friends for me. It's friendly. Okay. without being friends. And I, from a digital marketing um, perspective, one of the, the, the things that we're doing within Edge is um, looking to humanize digital marketing. Okay. Yep. So put people in front of numbers and data. Um, mm. Don't use um, big words and all the languaging that you and I understand, uh, but the client doesn't. Okay. You know, which is really important because uh, it's really from a digital marketing point of view or anything in life um, that you're, you're going to engage in, you actually need to have a level of understanding in investing in what that is um, yeah. moving forward. So it's about education and empowerment. 
Yeah, and you're using the word investing, and I like that uh, as a sister. We we forget that just talking to us, just having a conversation with us, they're investing their time. Yeah. And time is precious. And if you're saying, please invest your time in me, you have to be worthy of that investment. Absolutely. It's an exchange of currency. And you go back to what you said earlier about um, email Mm -hmm. and people being reluctant to hand over email. Yeah. Um, You need to actually provide something that is of value to them in order them for them to hand over their email, which is of value to you. So we use that exchange of currency. Yeah, which is the whole white paper industry of saying, I've yeah. got this white paper. And then I hate it when you, you fill your email and you think that's oh, going to be interesting. And with the white paper, it's just rubbish. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you right. realise it's just an excuse to get your email. It, yep. ooh, yeah, that, that's like, you know, uh, the guy buying the girl a drink on a date. Absolutely. And just going, going straight for bed. And yep. she's going, no, 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 that wasn't it. That's why you've always got the second email address set up so that you actually use that for, oh, those, for those opt-ins and white labels so that if you are getting rubbish or they are then you spamming you, they're not spamming your primary email, they're spamming one that you've specifically set okay, up. I'll go and do that, that later on then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, always, I also use an alias so that they don't know who I am as a person as well because I'm in researching mode, you know, yeah. like I was saying, um, I don't have a relationship with that brand at that point in time, but I'm pretty interested in getting my hands on that information. So I'm not willing to give up my identity, but I still want the information to see if it's of value. If it's of value, I'll continue on mm. my terms that relationship till I get to the point as a consumer where I'll then reach out and say, hey, let's do some business. Yeah, no, brilliant. I, I like that a lot. And we would, sorry, coming back to the point about that five, seven, 20 touch points. Sure. Uh, two things that struck me, one of which I said to you earlier is the idea that Today, it might be an average of 20, but if your message is very strong, could be five, could be six, could be seven. And if it's really weak, yep. it could be 50. Yep. Um, and I think, I mean, I'd like your opinion about the idea of having, I mean, you've got brand message or branding, yep. making it strong, making it meaningful and, and, and not thinking, you know, uh, how, how, how many touch points do I need? And the smaller, the better. Yeah, got yeah, it, yeah absolutely. And um, you know, we're, we're, it's important that we um, draw the distinction that we're talking about an average mm. amount of touch points. So um, ideally, if you're in the right place at the right time, you will get the, the sale on the very first interaction mm. because that customer is problem aware and they're in hunt mode and they're ready to buy and you'll get that. So it, it is possible. It's just, it, it's the unicorn that Absolutely. Larry Kim would talk about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not as uncommon as that. Um, but, you know, you you will get those um, sales on those first touch points or, or even second, but you'll have others that'll be 30 or 40 before they actually get to that point because mm. their consideration phase is longer for many different reasons, their own psychology or whether they're at in their life or their business um, or, you know, they're, they're more researching for that. Um, future yeah, people actually think ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, right. and that's, I mean, that's the other thing as well. We all tend to, or I think we tend to imagine that everyone thinks like us. Um, and I don't think ahead that much. Yep. Um, so yep. That, that idea of saying, I'm thinking ahead, therefore there are going to be 20 touch, touch points, however good your message is. Yeah, absolutely. And also um, content is really important. So, you know, you need to make sure that whatever um, advertising or brand message that you're putting out there is really relevant to the consumer. Mm. Um, so that's actually engaging with them. Yeah, Kate Toon um, and Pamela Lund were both talking about sorting the wood from the chaff. You don't want people on your site converting if they're not your clients yep. or your, your, your kind of people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, on our website, we have an apply now rather than contact us uh, for that oh, very okay. reason. 
That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was you talking about being the hunted and not the, so yeah. being the prey and not the, no, the other way around. Yeah, that's, tell me, yeah, tell yeah. me that one. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, uh, now we're talking sales, but, um, you know, it's really important that you prize yourself and that you actually walk in with the intention of needing nothing. Okay. into a sales sense. Which now, we're going to come to in a different to, episode, yeah, so right. let's not walk yep. over all that. I mean, coming back to it, what, what strikes me about that touch points thing is that I had initially thought, okay, seven touch points, that was as far as I'd, my thought had gone because I'm not very deep and meaningful. Then I thought quality of message. Yep. Then I thought different types of people plus quality of message. And yep. then I thought different types of people with different or in different buying circumstances. If you're buying a lollipop, it's not the same thing as buying a car. Absolutely. Uh, I might be very nervous about buying a lollipop, but I'm yep. still not going to take 50 touch points to buy a lollipop. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. So, you know, if you're selling a commodity item that's got a small price point, usually um, those touch points are a lot less in mm. my experience. But once you start looking at, um, at items that have a larger price point, say a, a car or even a house, uh, we do a lot of work in the property sector, that consideration phase. Yeah is quite long and not just touch points, but also in, in timeline. You know, um, we have people uh, within our retargeting um, on property that may sit in there for a year, 18 yep. months or more, continually coming back, mm. but not at the point where they're ready to inquire or purchase. Yeah, I, I also like the idea that the, <laughs> there are some people who, for a hi-fi that costs like $500, yep. they're, they're going to be in that situation for a year because they can't make their minds up yeah because they're so worried about making the wrong decision yeah yeah absolutely. Oh, i read another thing sorry about people who go and read reviews after having bought yep to reassure them that they didn't make the wrong decision yeah yeah absolutely i mean what we're talking about now is just so, excuse me that's even more touch points that's post sales touch points po exactly right Ooh, yeah. i hadn't thought of that yep which is which is reinforcing they're, they're looking for um clarification that the purchase that they made is actually the right purchase because mm. a lot of people now they work walk they're dysfunctional buyers so they actually walk into a buying uh, a sales situation um where they've got pre-buyer's remorse already Really? Walking into the situation, thinking that you walk in and say, oh, "I haven't even bought my hi-fi, and I'm already depressed about it." Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, which is something again we, we'll talk about the psychology on how, how all that works, especially in the digital sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's quite interesting um, that all that psychology around that particular subject. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, for, for me as well, brand is incredibly important. I'm, I mean, I, I talk a lot about brand SERPs and the idea that when somebody's, I mean, and this is something by, but let's finish it up with that is this idea of all these touch points. I've had my seven, twenty, whatever it's going to be, touch points. Yep. I'm about to make the decision. I search for the brand. Yep. What comes up? It has yep. to be positive. And Absolutely. So one of the touch points is your brand SERP. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Presumably the penultimate one. Big time, big time, and and quite often it is the the person that kicks the goal mm. you know if we have a look at it you know a, a, a team of of digital marketing players on you the like field. this don't you yeah absolutely you, I love you, the sports you had analogies. the whole football team out there yeah. with, with different talents to all come together sorry a so you've got all these channel channels sorry and all these touch points and they're all playing different roles absolutely and the one who kicks it in the goal is the brand serp absolutely yeah right so the ball will get shifted between um almost everyone in the team and, mm. and multiple times and I refer that to your touch points. Yeah. Okay. Right? But if you don't have the striker in position and a good striker, you're never going to score that goal. And that striker is your brand serp. That's when the mere exposure effect has done its job. It's Brilliant. actually funneled them down to a point where they're that familiar with your brand. They feel that comfortable with it, that they've actually had a conversation with your brand without you actually engaging them. 
and they're seeking you out specifically. Rather than just looking for the product or service you offer, they're looking for you. Brilliant. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, mate. It's been a pleasure. Brilliant. Awesome. That was brilliant. Oops. Okay.